Indeed, I'm Tamara, and I'm at Prairie Gardens for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm not only here, we have our experts standing by, and they include Steve Brown. Good morning. Good morning, I'm Steve. not used to this order still. I know, I but mean, I'm used to going left to like, right. What's that? <laughs> that would be Marianne Metz that you're carrying. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning to you. Now, See, Steve, she mixed it up again today, so, you know, yeah. get used to it. I, I'm just remarking that John looks like that little boy sitting on the couch waiting to either be scolded or <laughs> or have his picture taken or some. I'm kept trying to decide what's going to happen. Like, I get that. I just envision siblings on either side here. Uh-huh. And, and maybe I've a row of many people of those group photos. That couch. <laughs> there you go. Uh huh. I like get it. Get the whole family in. Yeah. And maybe another row seated right in front. Well, of we you. could all sit on this sofa actually we, together. No, we can't. <laughs> Comfy. Oh, yeah, because you got the recliners. Yes. Marianne, I think Marianne said we could, but we can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, we can't. <laughs> yeah. I have the swivel chair. I love swivel chairs. Awesome. I can rock back and forth. I'm kind of kind of digging this uh, mobile show we've got here. Yeah. No longer just stationed at the one table. So. Yeah. And and you know where we're gonna be this spring. Where? Where? <gasps> oh, <laughs> in the greenhouses. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, how fun! No kidding. That'll be. That's gonna great. be great. And that yeah. that won't be very far away either. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, know. just even driving in, and you know, of course, there's some sunshine this morning, and just thinking, okay, awesome. we're already at the darkest, shortest day. Right today. Yep. Yep. Shortest so, day of the year. So we're technically we're moving on. Oh well, yeah. I guess. What I heard a news report earlier that uh, it's not going to happen for like a few days. No, it actually is at ten uh, forty-nine tonight. Tonight. Okay. That's the longest. That's that period. But then it's like the. There's the tilt stops. Oh, okay. We're going to tilt and there's, everybody's going to fall over. Yeah, there's three days that the earth stands still. Cool. <laughs> so it, it takes it takes that long for it to start its uh, motion going back the other direction. Wow. <laughs> that's that's interesting. So so it ends up that our days are getting longer. Well, we now, can say that. Today. We can say that tomorrow will be a longer day than today if you want to. Because technically it's just this one day. Okay. So, happy winter solstice what, what, day, everyone. Yeah, seriously. Whatever. Let's yeah. celebrate. Right? That's what yeah. it, you're supposed to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, it is supposed to be a big celebration. It's the old and old, old folklore stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, about the beginning. So, what are you going to yeah. do to Rebirth. go out and celebrate in these 40-degree temperatures coming up? You're going to prune? you going to go outside. Or what? <laughs> actually, it's not that bad out. You know, you yeah. actually could do any you know, of that stuff. You know, my other thought this you morning could. was... Completely thinking of you planting bulbs on Christmas Day. I've yes. never done it on Christmas Day. Oh, I thought you have. Uh, the day after Christmas, certainly on New Year's Day. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, and, and I tell you, if you're like a local radio hostess, talk show hostess, and you hadn't planted your bulbs yet, you could so seriously do <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you know, no Christmas. kidding, you can't. Oh, you're yeah. laughing, aren't you? Thank but goodness. you need to. <laughs> she, she's going, okay, who's he talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, oh, man, I'm busted again this Saturday. I still have not put my bulbs in the ground. But uh, you know what? You no can. fret. No worry. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. It might be a little crunchy on top, but you'll get through. And uh, Absolutely. And you can plant successfully. Wonderful. Yeah. But let's don't talk about it. In two weeks. Let's just get it Let's over Let's just there. do it. Get it done. I keep meaning to. Yeah, you know, you get busy. Thanksgiving yeah. was suddenly there. Halloween before that. Now it's Christmas. Christmas just came out of the blue, didn't it? Well, yes. <laughs> I know. Okay, even though it's the same same date every year. 
just came out of the blue. You know what? I think we only had three weeks uh, to prepare for it I, after I, Thanksgiving. I think that's a great excuse. Let's go with that. Yeah. There you go. Well. You're welcome. Anyway, do it. Make right. it a family thing. <laughs> it's totally a That's t- a great idea. Hey, you know what? It is. You were talking life. about that earlier anyway, to having your grandkids go outside with you and, and, and plant bulbs. And wow, need uh-huh. to, in the spring, start watching them come up. That's my bulb. No, that's my bulb. That's a great idea. Yes. That, Name, I never thought about them claiming individual ones. And you could even, when, you're, when you plant them, mark them, and you can mark whose is whose. Yeah. Oh. Heck what, yeah. What, little flags or something? Or, yeah. Well, you could How do, do you that. Or we have plant markers, certainly. So, did you buy daffodils or oh. tulips or what? Uh, tulips and... Uh, hydrangeas? Hyacinths. Hyacinths, thank you. Okay, so close. Harry the Hyacinth or Harriet the Hyacinth and, <laughs> Daffy and Daffodil. Tommy Tulip or Tulips yeah. and Timmy Tulip. Oh, you didn't get Daffodils. We got the Tutti Fruity and we also got one of the bright Ooh. yellows. Tutti Fruity. The yeah. Tutti Fruity mix. It's just, wow, really fun, bold colors. That's cool. great. Purples and pinks and whites. All right. Nice. All right. I think you probably are so jacked right now, you'll just probably go home right after the show and do it. You know, if I didn't have a Christmas party coming up at 1 o'clock, oh, I, 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 I would. another excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's kind of nice. I mean, usually we would celebrate on Christmas Eve, but everybody has destinations to go to this year. So uh. we're having it today. And after I get today over with, Christmas is going to be a breeze. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Sounds great. But, but you know what? You've got all week because I don't think there's much of a chance of precipitation all week. Uh, the end of this next week. Nice. After Christmas. But but up until then, and my gosh, I'm looking at some of the forecasts saying in the 50s towards the end of the week. So. Oh, excellent. I know. All right. Done. So if you weren't sitting here on a on the world's best plant expert radio show this morning, and you were in your garden instead, what would you be doing outside today? I probably would be pruning. Okay. I, well, I tell me a little bit more about that. I but you probably what? would be pruning what? First of all, I had my equipment sharpened. Wow. By my in-house expert. Nice. I'm sure the angle is perfect. It, I, I bet. can't believe it, honey. <laughs> Precision. <laughs> and, and you know what? There's there's nothing more important when you're pruning um, is to have sharp, good sharp equipment. Yeah. That makes all the difference in the world. So when you sit down, you have to even be more careful that you remove your pruner. You not notice in your that I set it on yeah. the yeah. on the yeah yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Japanese maples. This is the time to start getting creative with Japanese maples. It's it's. Uh, totally creative process printing them really oh i wanted to go that way snip 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 oh it's too long over there snip 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 Mm -hmm. well let's i like to clean out the middle of them a lot of little tiny branching going on in the center of them that's actually a little more healthy for them also um better air circulation to clip those out you mean yeah and and you can see the structure of the tree that way otherwise you're just hiding hiding a huge part of the interest yeah which is if uh, you can't see some of that trunk and branching Japanese maples are all about character. I, you know, it's just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some of their bark is really... Yeah. Well, don't How did that go again? <laughs> did I do that right? <laughs> you did it right. I like the finger motion. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so Most people don't say that to me. <laughs> you don't make that noise Growing when you're deciding what to prune. No, I don't. She might. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. It's because I have a glass of wine in my hand when I'm I'm deciding. So what are you looking for? You said, you know, how you want branches to go. But what are some other things that you should watch for that you can, uh, uh, like branches crossing or? Absolutely. Damaged, 
dead, crossing branches. Too close you together. You just don't want them rubbing each other. So this now's a great time to see that. During the growing season, you don't. It's very difficult. It's hard to see, to see because on any of all tree, the leaves, yeah. on any tree, not just Japanese yeah. maples, but any tree. So now's the time to start looking at that. And those are a little bit different than pruning some trees because the buds are opposite on the stem and they're not alternate, if you will. Some plants, if you've you've probably noticed this before, where you're looking at the nodes and you'll see buds exactly across from each other, as in the maples would be, or okay. you'll see some that are alternate. Or one is on this side up here and one's on this side down here. Okay. Yes. Kind of thing. And that helps determine the direction when they're alternate like that. But yeah. when they're opposite, you don't know so much that, I mean, you certainly can shorten this side or let this side grow more, fill back in to balance back out. But it's not qu- quite the same consideration that you want, oh, I want to prune to an outside bud so the branch, will, the tree will continue to open up. Exactly. And allow more air inside inside. So. Yeah, the air circulation is is what I can forget about easily. Well, and the maples are going to fill in so much. You can certainly do some light pruning during the season, too. Yeah, you can. Small branches. Yeah, yeah, to get some of the foliage back out if you want to enjoy that trunk. And I know there are some things you would want to avoid pruning just yet, like uh, uh, lilac bushes Mm. or magnolia trees because they have their buds already, right? For the spring? Yes, flower buds. Well, especially your, your early bloomers, like yeah. your forsythia, and, and you did mention the lilacs. Uh, you're potentially, if you do some pruning, you're taking the, the flowers off. So you want to do those after they flower? Right after they flower. Yeah, so the things that okay. are going to bloom before the middle of June-ish or so? Yeah. You, 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 if you prune now, you'd be cutting off potential flowers that you'll enjoy. So... Probably right. not time to do that. But but you can at least grasp what's going on with the plant, with the leaves off of it. Mm-hmm. So if you see you've got problems or anything going on with it, now is the time to look at it. It's just so much easier to see what's happening with, within a bush or a tree right now. And I would not prune a rose at all. No, for oh, sure. Unless I was going to put underneath a death cone or something like that. A death cone. I mean a rose cone. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Do we sell those? Oh, yes, we do. Uh, we do. A rose cone? Yes. Why did you call it a death cone? It's not something we recommend using. Okay. <laughs> it's like putting a little greenhouse over your 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 plant, yeah. except that it gets really cold. There's no heat in it except for what the sun does. So it heats up nicely in the daytime and gets super cold at night. So uh, you're I mean, asking for trouble. I mean, if I was going to use one, I would get the ones with the tops where you can just take it out. Or poke holes in it. Or, or, or cut it totally open on the inside and then I'd fill it with soil and mulch and and compost and just yeah. have it oh be, yeah, a, have it be a vehicle with which to uh, contain the mulch around the can. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides that, other than that, a much better practice to, to use mulch up around the plant, the base of the plant, a serious mulch, I, you know, not, not just an inch or so. But a lot yeah, of mulch. I mean, up, sometimes up to 12 or 18 inches. If you can make it really happen. cover that ground yeah, in yeah, the center. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to ask a question that's going to be too prying into your personal lives here, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Go ahead. I'm assuming most of your Japanese maples have all the leaves on them still? Some do. Some. Only some? Yeah. I'm surprised. Actually, the, the one that I see every day, the one in the but front. too personal? No. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't have to think about it. Why would that be personal? Anyway, um, 
the one that I see in, in my front yard at the, at the corner of the property is, uh, I don't think it lost any leaves. It might have, but I can't tell that. And there's a couple in my backyard that, that do um, have lost their leaves. And certainly the ones that I'm growing in containers have lost their leaves. But those are actually in my cold garage, hmm. the ones in containers. So even though they haven't, a lot of them haven't lost the leaves, they shriveled enough where oh, you sure. can see the, the character in the trunk and what you might want to do. Well, I, you know, the one I'm, uh, that I was talking about in my front yard, that's the one I'd like to have all the leaves gone so I can see the structure okay, would you, a little would better. You, would you strip them gently or not? Um, if, it, if they don't start falling off soon in the weather, um, yeah, I'm going to start doing that because I want to see what's going on with the tree. Yeah. You, know, you know, I mentioned um, the other day doing this, but... Uh, I took the Tamra route, and I just kind of like let things get in the way, and I didn't do it. But with this weather, <laughs> I'm gonna t I'm gonna get it done, and I am gonna get the wool proof, and I'm gonna spray, uh, soak down a couple of these. They're, they're really not Japanese maples; they're the hybrids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and spray them really well, just to keep some of the drying winds from uh, drying out the buds. This is the first year for them, right? Or the second year? This will be the first winter for these few on the it's west side. Even better, it better to do that the first year or two in the winter time. So that's a, a good for you. That's good. Good for you. You know what? Had a boy. You know, I know you've been what? pushing, pushing. What are we going to do in the garden? What are we going to do in the garden this week? This week, this is the week where I've actually enjoyed it. Nice. For a change, instead Yay. of thinking, oh, nice. I got to go do this, I got to do nice. that. You know, it's Yay. been Good cold. We have had the snow lingering, and yeah. actually, it's really pretty. So you've been, really you've, you've sat indoors and looked through the windows, and that, and I've also been out walking, nice and scouting. So, so yeah. Oh, you guys were talking about bagworms last week. Yeah. Speaking well. of scouting. And uh, I couldn't believe that you said they would still be popping up, but sure enough, they're not popping oh, up. No. They're they're well, when you overlook them. Right. Okay. It's when you're not practicing exposed. proper scouting habits. Yeah. Okay. I found one Ooh. out of three juniper. Good for you. Good for good okay. for you. That's, good. That's that, our second that good it was for you. Only one. <laughs> you pulled it off, That's put it in a ziploc, and put it in the garbage, right? And, oh well, I pulled it off and took it to the to the uh, driveway and then just stomped and squished yeah. it. Ooh, nice. Very gratifying. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Real satisfying, wasn't it? Uh, it was. And I was a little skeptical at first, but relieved afterward that I really only had that one bagworm that so I you, saw. So you think. Yeah. So, I think. so you think. That's Shh. exactly right. Shh. I, it's so, I got them it's all. Like, how did I miss that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So when I saw the ones we were talking about last week, it's like, Right where I go inside all the time, I miss that. Yeah. I walk by this every day. Maybe that's how I missed it. I walk by it every day. But for you, I think you said you only found three? Actually, I only saw one. One? But then I didn't start getting in and investigating because there's, you know, it's behind it and the, the evergreen next to it and then the evergreen next to that. So, you know, I really have to walk around them. Mm -hmm. And because that's where I pile snow, it's going to be a little more difficult. But, you know, I'll get there. So, so John, when you were enjoying and walking... Mm-hmm. How much did, how much of a struggle was it or was it not, to keep noticing things that might need your attention? Well, it was a struggle, but I <laughs> did it anyway. You fought through it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Proud of you. Making a list in you your just head. gotta, you gotta chill. But you know, it's so pretty. Like it really is. Sometimes you, you, you're happy that that I bought the winter berries because yeah. they're. 
they're just they're there against, against the white. You <laughs> I'm, know? I'm happy you bought them too. Pop. Yeah. Well, they're they're pretty. And this is the first season form. Next year they'll just be just crazy. That's great. Yeah. And that's great. Winter berries are red. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, the well, berries are. Yeah. The berries are. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's right. a deciduous holly. It's Ilex vertisolata, and yeah. it's they're they're not so uncommon around here, uh, but the ones that that are in the market are are, are bred to have lots more flowers, consequently more berries. Just more compact and dense along Man. the stem. They're just beautiful. And, and many of the varieties that are available now are not as large. Exactly. So they're more suitable for most people's landscapes. Most landscapes, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Makes a difference. Yeah. So it how does. large do they grow? Is it? It's a shrub. Yes. Is it? Okay. Depends on the variety. It depends, yeah. Three to four foot range is up, not okay. common. Up to five to up six. To, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it used to be more of it was a five, six, six to eight, eight yeah. kind eight, of thing. Yeah. And, and a little bit rangy, yeah, a little bit thin. But these guys are nice and compact and full and nice, really cool plants. And they don't grow terribly quickly, so I think to have something that would be twenty-four to forty-eight inches tall and compact would be reasonable. Yeah, for sure. Like in most landscapes, so they're pretty cool. So they're cool, and they're they're just kind of on the edge of the where where we transition into where there's a lot of trees. So it's kind of on the oh, yeah. perimeters, nice, which nice. is neat. And then you know we do have the uh, service berry, which I just love, and it's got that really pretty smooth gray bark. That really is oh. nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go home and look at my service berry. You should. Well, it's on the corner These are of the a house. Where I... type, so they're more of a large shrub, shrub-ish. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll be expecting some uh, berries in July here. Late June, July oh, for no. service berries. No, you're the, not going to harvest them the and bring bird, them in for the us. Birds always get them. Oh my gosh, they love them. Birds do. Yeah, robins and cardinals particularly. I just, just crazy over them. Okay, go ahead. Transition to the birds. What should you be doing here, folks? For birds, they gotta yeah. have food and they have to have water. Why and, do they and, want water, John? Well, because they're living creatures. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> they get water throughout the year. How could they not get water in the winter time? So, little hygiene. Because everything's frozen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they got to bathe and they have to drink, and so you better have a source for them. Yeah, if you do it all season long, you feed birds all all summer. Try to do that in the winter time too, because they they start getting used to having that available to them. So it's kind of. Not nice yeah. well, to take yeah. that away from it. I but mean, they need it even more now. So then, yeah. in in the in the spring and summer, I sense I sense pick. a text coming on sometime here soon that will say, "Remember to bring home thistle seed tonight." Thistle. Mm. I got to remember dog food too. Okay, all right. Thistle seed. Yeah, for the finches primarily for the finches, but not oh. limited to the finches. For some reason, my finches seem to like black oil sunflower as much or more than thistle. But uh, really, yeah. Hmm. Oh well. Fun. How do you and how do you keep the water for the birds from freezing that you're putting out for them? <laughs> well, there are heaters available. So it's a, there's bird bath heaters. Okay. And there's tank heaters, depending upon you know, whether you're putting them in a pond or you can have air bubblers in a pond to keep the surface from freezing over and uh -huh, okay. keeping water exposed like that. So it just depends upon what the water source is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And are they really expensive? Oh, 
thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Okay, thousands the birds are just going to have to they, find they, their they, own. They could be ten. <laughs> they could be a ten couple, tens of dollars. <laughs> okay, good. So they're very very reasonable, and there's different ones that are out there. Some are yeah. a little heavier duty than others that might keep it from freezing at a lower temp than others. But, okay, uh, yeah, good. But boy, I, I mean, in the winter time. Especially after the holidays when you're just sitting around. It's not like it has to, to be not frozen oh, every is. day of the year, but yeah. you just want to try and keep it from freezing over, over as much as possible because it's not like they have to bathe every day. Yeah. But uh, okay. So if you can keep an open water source for them like that, it really makes a difference in terms of them being clean and how well they can keep uh, their own body heat. Yeah. And their insulation around themselves. So, but you're right, Tamara. It is fun to watch them in the wintertime. It is. It's just you know a nice sign of life outdoors in the very bleak winter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Definitely is that. And and I'm amazed that they can make it through a bleak winter outdoors. Uh, squirrels are fun too. It is amazing. I remember one year. It's it's probably been within the last ten that. Um, it got really, really cold. Oh, it's winter, duh. <laughs> and, you know, most of the uh, new, new big stores have retention ponds around their parking lots somewhere. Yes. Well, I remember one that uh, had a fountain in the center of it, and the fountain was going, so there was a big hole in the middle. Oh. So this is like January, and this is something I'm not used to seeing robins around in, in the wintertime. It was ringed with robins. Really? <laughs> absolutely. They were sitting on the edge of the ice all the way around it. It was absolutely amazing. At, because the water was moving, that's well, what kept and they that had, one They circle. had open water, they yeah. They could get to the source, yeah. Exactly. Okay. That yeah. was amazing. And at this time of year, you don't have to worry about mosquito eggs, right? Huh. Go figure. No? no? You <laughs> no, you, you don't. <laughs> the way you said that, it was like, what? <laughs> you still do? <laughs> no, I think you're safe. Oh, you're okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So if you weren't just walking outside and reflecting and and enjoying, and you were going to do something, kind of going back to that, you would consider pruning Certainly. many things right now. Mm-hmm. If it was appropriate, like we talked about, with the flower buds not being cut off or not doing a rose or something like that. Um or in, or any plant that is likely to have some winter damage, you know. Exactly. In, in general, I probably wouldn't prune that, but certainly tree wrapping would be important. Um, oh yeah. If you do have long canes on something that, if you can't support it with a stake, even just tie them together. Uh, mm-hmm. So strength in numbers, if you will, just to use some of that stretch film and get a roll of burlap. Have a roll of burlap around in case you need to wrap shrubs or something. That's an that's an alternative to the uh, anti desiccant. Or, or cutting something off, wrap it with uh, burlap. Yeah, that's a good idea. But So, um, so you pointed s- out my inadequacies s- that I'm not finished yet. No, <laughs> I, I, no, I didn't point them out at all, but You're I think just, obviously it struck a nerve. It, it will be waiting for you when you get to it. That's true. That's a good way yeah. to look at Whatever. it. That's true. Yeah, and if you need to get to it, the weather's going to hold this week you know, for yeah, you to get to you it. You know how cold it's been. Uh, yeah. I have that huge rhododendron at my house, and it's very interesting how they protect themselves from the oh, cold. Oh, yeah. The, those big leaf, that's the big leaf one, and, and they just fold down. Have you ever seen that's that? A, I have one outside my bedroom window. It just looks like that. They all just r- rolled up into themselves. Uh-huh. Well, they, they limit the amount of surface exposure there is. Oh. So, you know, if if 
the stomata are on the bottom side of the leaf, and if the leaf can curl up or fold down or collapse, there's less leaf surface area to dehydrate, and so it's just a natural protection. Smart. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, plants are smart. They it are. Is. And it really shows off how many how many cool flowers you're going to have because of the, that buzz. You see the right buzz, there, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I have to yeah. scout it. and uh, Scout it. And, and find the buds. Listen to you. <laughs> that also keep looking for bagworms. So do you guys uh, have any more cleanup that you'd like to get done, weather permitting, sometime in the next week or two? Yep. Do you? Leaves. Leaves. Yeah. yeah. I know, this was a late year for leaves. Oh, oh we were just talking about yeah, that. They, whole, some of them haven't. My whole. I mean, of course, you know, all my neighbors have gotten to get their mowers out and mow, mow the leaves and mulch them up. Of course, I haven't been yeah. able to do that. Because you don't have any lawn, so. Well, but on the perimeters, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> And I ha- I haven't burned anything this year, so yeah, we haven't. Ooh, but uh, good for you. Yeah. Last Sunday, in the daytime, it was beautiful, and I did get out with my lawnmower, and I was able to mulch up a lot of leaves. Nice, good. had some big piles and whatnot. Made myself go out and actually bag them up, or you know, put them as mulch, you know, around. And nice. That night, the snow hit. Perfect. And I was so glad that I made myself. How did that, that happen? I did it right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that's one thing I, I, I always have a couple of bags of mulch around in case there's something I missed or, or somehow the mulch has, has gone away from the plant that I want it to be on. So I, I keep watching for places that I need to mulch again or something I've just missed. Okay. I'll collect some leaves and bring them over. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like I don't have any. Why don't you just invite her out to get her own? Well, that's a good idea. Ew. Make her carry them. Don't don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bag of bag of mulch is a lot easier. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It is right there in my garage. <laughs> By the way, I have uh, forgotten to hand out our phone number, which is two one seven three five six nine three nine seven, or you can text us at three five one. Five three five seven, and we enjoy everybody's questions. Hey, and we've got an in-store special that we haven't mentioned yet, too. So any fresh-cut evergreen, whether it's a tree or a porch pot, boughs, branches, wreaths, roping, everything is 50% off starting Woo-hoo. today. Woohoo! So then uh, there's some incredible porch pots out there at half off their screaming deals. Yeah. Just to grab and plop one outside or... There's some, they're so beautiful, I would consider keeping it um, outside primarily. But then if I was having company over or Maybe celebrating it inside, bring it inside. Yep. No, so you can certainly do that. Fantastic on a mantle or a kitchen island or right. you name it. They're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But there are uh, some Fraser firs left, cut trees. They're and there's beautiful a few trees. balsams left, not much, few, but yeah. just a couple. But they're all half off starting today. Amazing. So we're, we've almost hit the perfect number because we really don't want to be out yet mm-hmm. obviously we want to be out by the 25th but we want to make sure if somebody comes in the next couple of days that we still have a tree and we do so, and we do we sure do and some really pretty ones i was looking this morning they're just they're perfect they're beautiful well and you know what, what's so great about about the cut trees which we were just talking about the birds uh oh, and i've done yeah. this many times taking them out and staked them in the ground and you know zip strip it or bungee it to the stake and then it's a habitat for the birds Great. for winter plus you get to enjoy it because it's going to stay green all the way up through march wow oh for sure that's great yeah. that's a great it's idea like you have a, i'm going to do that yeah i'm going to do that thank you 
That's a great idea. And you know what I've noticed, too, in not only my own neighborhood, but uh, many as I drive around town, I think a lot of people are kind of gearing away from the bright lights all over the place, and they're going with a lot of the natural look again, you know, with just the evergreen boughs with the red bows. And yeah? Yes. Oh, you must live in a classy neighborhood. Seriously. Girlfriend. Oh, thank you. That's great. Yeah. But, it, but yeah, it's nice because everybody is... You know, doing their own holiday touches, but it isn't, you know, big and blaring and, and eating up electricity and all that. And so you definitely, if you want to go that route, this is the place to come here at Prairie Gardens. Well, I can sure appreciate both. Oh, for sure. I can en- appreciate the big and blaring, and I can appreciate the subtle little touches. Yeah. They're all kind of fun to me. So it's kind of interesting in our neighborhood. You could see just down the street, one after the other would put up their lights. Uh-huh. And then the, the first guy who apparently didn't get his lights done to begin with, added more. It's like, wow, fella, that's awesome. And <laughs> it's not like glaring, but it's a lot more light than he started with. It's okay. just really lovely. So it's not like Christmas vacation. No, okay. not even close. <laughs> but there's something to be said for that. You know, some people just really like that. They really dig it yeah. and uh, enjoy creating it. Yes. I love the lights, L- in, lights. The, in the winter. Uh, yeah, I just showed you some pictures. I was just in Chicago for, for a couple of days, and uh, man, nice. yeah, thanks for sharing those pictures. Yeah, it was. They always uh, do such a great job at Christmas they, time. They do a, a spectacular job. It's just, it's just fun. It just, the lights, light, light is really an amazing medium, and you can overuse it uh, certainly. And there's places for that overusing it. Uh, but the subtle lighting, like you were talking about, and doing things subtly, also creates a, an ambiance. But well, I'll tell you what, Michigan Avenue was just uh, festive, Aww. just festive. I don't. That doesn't surprise me. And that's one of the things I want to do someday. Just make it up there again at Christmas time. It just hasn't uh, hasn't happened. Well, you still once have. Once you get your bulbs planted, you can. You be can do that. Right. Yourself, <laughs> You'll be done. You can. You can. Go up there. Uh, Take a day off, absolutely. While you're talking about lights, do you still have uh, over in the Christmas area um, all of the lights hanging up and plugged Mm -hmm. in so that you can see what they look Mm -hmm. like? Sure do. I love that. Isn't that an amazing display? It it is, and it's so nice because you are trying to visualize what it's going to look like, you know, and uh, it's just so much easier when you see, you know, just how bright or or muted the colors can be with the lights. I wanted to also mention, uh, even though the Salvation Army is right out there through the 24th with all the kettle ringing, and we've got somebody out here again today, I'm sure, and then we have the mini kettles at the register. So anything we could do to uh, help raise any more money for Champaign County Salvation Army, uh, uh, we'd love to to see it happen and support them for, again, we've talked about the thousands and thousands of individuals and families that they serve each year. It's It's amazing. What was it, 50 or 60,000? People serve something like that. It might have been thirty or forty thousand families. Just some really crazy numbers and in so many ways. They help people who kind of fall between the cracks, you know. And one agency might help with one thing, one with another, but anything that falls to the cracks. Well, well and they want to serve Salvation everyone. Salvation Army is and there. That's, you know exactly what uh, Major Randy says. I mean, they don't want to turn anybody down. If there's right. a need, they want to be able to try and address that need. It. And you're exactly right. Sometimes. It's because people fall in the cracks or something happens unexpectedly or or um, just somehow, some way, accessibility to a service or a need is not there. So, 
Anyway, incredible folks. And uh, the Salvation Army fundraiser with the sacks. We want to thank all the listeners, all the all of our customers oh, for, for sure. buying the sacks that we've been had been selling them for ten bucks and donating the entire ten dollars to this uh, local Salvation Army. So that's officially over with as of Thursday night, two days ago, and uh, we exceeded the goal. Yay! Uh, so wow. uh, yeah, so Isn't we great? so yes. I, I think company wide it was about. 15, five, 15,500 raised, something like nice. that. Wow. And what was really neat, uh, especially here locally, the Champaign County chapter, I think, got 6,200 of the 15, five. Nice. So, you know, 40 percent ish nice. of Good. the amount uh, well, that all five stores raised. So that's pretty darn exciting. So, yeah, right. this it is, is, that's pretty amazing. And yeah, you Great pointed job. out that that stays local. So it's just the other ones went to the counties that the other stores are yep. in. So uh-huh. they kind of still stayed local. It, Absolutely. It did. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Sure and uh, and the Santa bags themselves, I mean, you called them sacks, but it's just so much more than just a sack. That's, <laughs> that's like a, a good way to say it. Thank you. Just so much more. So Remember much more than a sack. Year. But uh, yeah, think of the right printed with sure. different designs and, yeah. you know, like express mail to the North Pole. Uh, uh, Rudolph Express or Reindeer Express, that kind of thing. Yeah. And are there any still here? There are some up there. Okay. Uh, good. So there, there's a few up there still. They're ten bucks. Uh, you know, we're not collecting it for the Salvation Army at this point in time, but we have the kettles outside the store and on the counters. And uh, um, good. We'll see what we can do because obviously good. they're not done yet. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to raise funds all the way through the holiday season. So one. Well, as an outsider looking in, I would just love to say thanks to everyone here at Prairie Gardens for organizing something like this and uh, producing such a wonderful turnout. Yeah, and well, and again, thanks to everybody yeah, who walked by the display and said, hey, yeah, better have one. I'm in. Yep. Yeah. So that's who really the champions are. Yeah, so for sure. Pretty cool. It's great. Absolutely. It's nice that you can be part of that support. Yep. Yes. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. So I, I, again, I'm not trying to just bust your chops today. Yes, but, you are. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> but, <laughs> are, are you know we, we, we're going to have to talk about gardening resolutions coming up soon. Oh. So I just want you to be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't think I know I, Tamara's I, needs I, to be. I don't know. Obviously, about <laughs> uh, yeah. the bulbs. So you got you got to pay attention to this because it's, it totally is all about you and me. So I don't. I, I probably <laughs> don't you. have to do a new uh, a resolution, a gardening resolution, because I achieved mine for the first time in, well, maybe all my life. I thought you did it two years in a row. Two, no. Okay. <laughs> Was this getting your bulbs in bulbs, before? In the ground before New Year's Day. Oh, New I was talking. I was talking about the house plants before it got too cold. Oh, that's another one. Oh you my did. gosh, that's, I forgot I that one. I think you did that two years in a row. That might. I'm not sure about that what either. Do you mean, bringing them. I've in, done it more than time? once though. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I left plants outside. I, I had a lot of burn on on a whole bunch of them, even though they were up close to the house and blah blah blah. Okay, you're still not thinking. Uh, but I left my Christmas cactus. Outside, underneath plants. Now, I've I've brought those in at Halloween before, and I think a couple of years closer to Thanksgiving. Wow! And they still bloomed and were okay. But last year, it didn't work. I oh. left them out too long. Oh no! <laughs> and I lost them all, so I had to start oh, over. Yeah. I had to start no. over. 
Unfortunately, I got some really pretty ones too. A couple of them. And and yeah, Christmas cactus is one that you can pass along generation after generation. Well, right? some people well, can. Could. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while. Not Marianne's <laughs> generations. <laughs> yeah, those were what your great great grandmother's cactus oh, that you let no, stay no, out no, freeze. No, 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 no. That was oh my gosh, I'd have to shoot myself. No, that's a, a night blooming cirrus that belonged okay. to my great grandmother, and right. she's been gone for. Um, 70 years and she'd had it for many years so it's probably close to 100 years old it's a night blooming cirrus how cold is that? that's pretty cool yeah, wonderful it's pretty awesome very cool. and, and would you just tell everybody what a cirrus is thank you it, it looks you know what it's not too much different than a Christmas cactus uh, it has a broader, longer leaf and, and the first time I ever saw one in its natural environment um, was in a very temperate part of the world and it was climbing so you you see these guys the the plant i have will send out these these shoots with these little hairy things on them and it, it's it's to hold them up against a rock wall oh. so they're they're a climber um they're tropical so no they don't like being outside okay <laughs> in november <laughs> um they bloom one time a year and they're a night bloomer and it's it's this really exotic uh looking flower that gets long and trumpeted and uh, mine's white there are different colors uh, and the fragrance I remember as a kid uh, you, you could smell it a block away easily really? it was just amazing of course my nose was better then but uh, <laughs> you, you know it was an event yeah to, you know everybody came to see it because it sat out in front of the house and people would come and just watch it open up it's just amazing that cool? it closes up the next day and it's done one night, one and done. Have you, besides that, have either of you really gotten into night blooming plants at any point in your gardening life? Like, hey, I'm kind of focused on that. No, no. Me neither. Do you, have Have you known people who were? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Vampires. Uh, I don't, <laughs> it's I don't, possible. I don't <laughs> think they were, but you know, I never really it, thought it, of anything's that. possible. I've never seen them in the daytime. <laughs> no, I, saw, I definitely saw them during the day. Now, but, getting back but, to your, I was going to ask Marianne. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But wasn't that experience in when your childhood something that really sparked an interest in plants for you? Oh my gosh, yes. Wait, yeah. Oh well, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Your grandmother in general, right? My grandmother, my great grandmother, both. I I lived with both of them in, in our household and uh. my parents were neither one gardeners, but my my grandmothers were. Yeah. And walking through the garden with them mm. and, and the amazing things that would happen in the garden. Yeah, taking walking with your kids in the garden or your grandkids is an amazing thing. So you need to do that. Yeah. Get them out there and plant those bulbs. Okay. Okay. You're absolutely yeah. right. I do need to do that. Getting back to um, Steve. Steve was wondering what our resolutions will be for this next well, year. Well, I'm just saying be, be, be thinking about them because I just don't want you to not be prepared for next for week. For next right. week, yeah. I'm looking for uh, some other ideas. What? Like, Okay, so make sure you try look. to get the bulbs in the ground on time this year. <laughs> well, just look within. Get your house plants. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, do what I do and say, say, I say, what would John do or what would Marianne do if they were in my position and and I wanted to learn from them. You know, that's what I just kind of like. That's how I get my motivation and my ideas. Hmm. I thought you were perfect, Steve. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you crazy? That's what. You, that's what you get. 
you crazy. So, so that, but, but seriously, I mean, we all learn from not just one another here, but we learn from every customer we come in contact with. We learn from other really good gardeners, uh, uh, whether they're again in the store, whether we see them in their yard or neighbor or or somewhere else in the, in the world. Absolutely. But um, I think any time or photos or articles online or whatever it might be. So I think just, Anything that you're exposed to, you know, that you really would like to kind of set out and do for a goal next year in gardening. It could be changing a habit. It could be trying something new that you've never tried before. It could be something as simple as a plant. It could be a certain type of garden, whether it's a woodland garden or a rock garden or a shade garden or a A white garden. A white garden or anything. Just just kind of set your sights on something and... uh, and give it a shot. It could be, oh, I want to try three new tomato varieties next year. It could be whatever you want to do. Hmm. I, I would encourage you to have one that is doable. Okay. Don't want ha- don't have one so lofty that you're going to just go into it knowing that you're just not going to make it. Yeah. That's I mean, you could stretch table. yourself a little bit <laughs> or have some that are doable and have some that stretch you more if you want to have multiple resolutions. But, you know, it's about growing and expanding so and then once you have these resolutions what what would you say and what and you've said before That's marianne it. take photos oh for sure mm-hmm. and so what like during the long winter days january february this is when you would be what looking through your photos absolutely deciding what worked what didn't and in fact i was just doing that yesterday <laughs> really thinking oh that was pretty cool and then Oh, what, what was I thinking? <laughs> Why did I put that there? But it's fun to, actually in the wintertime, when you need color, you need plants, you just have to have it. It's also fun to, to look at photographs. Well, you know, it's you, Traditionally, you, you're looking at garden magazines and, and books and, you know, that kind of thing. But look at your own photos. Right. Not only especially is it fun, with, but very educational. Especially with perennials. When I'm thinking, oh yeah. wait, what was planted there? Or what what color oh, was that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because soon it's going to be seed buying time. Soon. <gasps> really? Soon. Real soon. What? what do we have? What two vendors in already for 2020 seeds? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we were just going through the layout in the garden center yesterday, and. and kicking it over so the the what is currently the light wall will be the seed wall yay so we can't wait to get that baby unfolded oh my gosh it's so exciting it sure. is. so yeah. everybody come in and buy lights so we can get them out of here so we can get the seeds up <laughs> okay. uh, but just talking okay. about the whole layout yesterday got me pumped awesome uh, in terms of you know how this category is going to be over here and this category is going to be over there and that one's going to come from inside to outside the store and vice versa and we're going to have more garden decor this year than ever before and and the way it's going to be displayed is it's going to look very much like christmas in terms of the way the different elements are put together and groupings that's cool hey real quick uh christmas before we went out of time is wednesday okay and i hear and if i remember correctly you do an really? after christmas sale early it starts on the 24th actually yeah so okay. there'll be additional markdowns and some things are happening yesterday and today and i think all the trees are happening today and and some of the mini trees and reason garlands are happening tomorrow. So there's things that are progressing through, but basically everything will be on sale, I think, on the 24th. Well, just walking through the store this morning, it's like, that's on sale now? Right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's so much Christmas stuff on sale right now. 
that right. it, you, you still have time to get stuff up or you know, get prepared for next year right now. Okay, nice. Fresh cut trees, porch pots, reeds, greenery, roping, all 50% off right now, too. So if any last minute fresh going on, jump on it. That's great. Thanks, Seeds. Hey, Merry Christmas. You're so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, y'all. Happy Solstice and Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All of the winter holidays. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producers today have been Blake Landa and Kathy Reiser. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. And again, we all hope that you have a wonderful holiday season.